0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the conversation series. I am so incredibly excited today to have Anita Normanly with here with me. And she's she's got a pretty cool job. And I am <laughs> I, th- I think it's a pretty cool job. Um she's the director of podcast operations here with WREL Studios and Capital Broadcasting Company, and I am incredibly excited to have her here with me today. And I'm gonna turn it over to her and let her introduce herself.
1: Um, no, no pressure there. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I do have a cool job. I like what oh, I do. I love it. Um, we have a network of about 20 some podcasts, and I say 20 okay. some because the number varies, some are out of production or on hiatus at yeah. any one time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but 20 some podcasts that are local for the most part. Some are local news, local sports. We have a podcast about North Carolina beer called 919 Beer. We have a couple of true crime shows. We're yeah. dabbling in a little bit of everything.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. You've been in the world of broadcasting, producing, podcasting now for almost 26 years, I wanna say.
1: Yeah, longer than that.
0: Yeah, how how did you come to be doing what you are doing today? How did you come into broadcasting?
1: Well, I think that's an interesting question because when I started, when I was in college and when I started my career, there weren't podcasts yeah. so this job didn't exist and I think that's kind of cool and kind of yeah. exciting um I wouldn't have wanted to do the same job for all these years for sure <laughs> um but I think I got started in this just because I love television like literally when I was a kid I loved to watch television I don't know lots of kids watch television but it was to a different level for yeah. me really yeah. and I w- I remember like having knowledge like being aware that wow. I was watching ABC on Tuesday night. And here was the schedule for Tuesday night. And this show's on NBC and this show's on CBS. Wow. And I didn't understand that all my friends didn't know that. Like, are you unaware of the program schedule, the TV right. you're watching? Right. Do you know the difference in a network show, and a local show? Yeah. And, you know, that is not something everybody knows. I get that now. Yeah. Um, so I, when I went to college, I was like undecided. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Or I didn't know really what was out there to do. Yep. And um, after a couple of years of just taking classes and a little bit of everything, I thought, oh, hey, what's this mass comm degree? That sounds kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But then I ended up taking classes. I mean, I guess as most people who take mass comm classes, it's a lot of general things. Yes. And it's kind. It kind of leans you toward journalism and and that kind of broadcasting. But I was very clear, like this is not what I want to do. I do not want to be a journalist. I do not want to ask questions. Um, I'm just, I like what I like. Like I like to go in tangents on things, but I don't want to just ask broad questions every day. Yeah. Um, But I really liked editing and that's how I got into TV production. Okay. So um, towards the end of college and then right after college, I worked at local TV stations here in Raleigh. Okay. And landed at WRL pretty quickly after college, and I've been a capital broadcasting company ever since in one role or another.
0: And you truly have like you've been production manager, now you're in the director of podcast operations. Where have you seen the growth or change over the last 20 something years in this world in this world of TV, production and now podcast?
1: Oh my God. I mean I, I can't really think of anything that hasn't changed yeah. since I started doing this. Um I mean certainly technology. Yeah. Changes in technology are are amazing. I always think about um when I first started in T V, we used to have these radio spots that we would send out during ratings periods. And this makes me sound really old. I almost Maybe I shouldn't have started the story, but it's kind of funny now to tell it. Um, When we had to change a radio spot, like a last minute change for whatever reason in programming, we had, you know, we had put the spot on a reel. Yep. Tape. Yep. And to get it to the Fayetteville radio station, someone would go and take the reel and put it on the bus, like the Greyhound bus. And then someone from the radio station in Fayetteville who was running it, Probably a yeah. salesperson per- would go and pick it up at the bus station. And now, you know, you just make a new MP3 and here, Hold replace over. this spot, please. And it would get done and it would be fine. But like everything, things are so much easier because of technology. Yep. And I think that um, it doesn't make being creative any easier, yeah. but it just gives you a lot more tools. It It makes things faster hopefully
0: okay. well certainly today putting stuff on a greyhound bus
1: yeah yeah I like when it makes things easier <laughs> I like easy
0: just send it really quickly it saves a lot of time gas mileage money yeah.
1: oh my god and the wait time and like now it could be on the air and wherever running you know in Omaha or wherever you want it to run but just think about that I know yeah
0: With the 20 something podcast that you are, you know, helping to produce, directing all of these, where, where do the ideas come for these podcasts? How does, how does that process begin?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Well, a lot of the podcasts come from our sports radio stations. Okay. And, you know, the folks who are on air on sports radio are masters at talking about what they're talking about like that's their job so if you if they think up a podcast they can pretty much make it yeah immediately because that's what they do they they know a lot about what they know and they can talk about it and they're really good at it yep um so there are a lot of sports podcasts that come from there's some repurposed content podcasts that we have where we take best of clips from radio and publish them as podcasts okay But um, they also produce a lot of original content. There's a Cane's podcast called Cane's Corner and Adam Gold, you know, publishes an episode after every game, recapping the game and what worked and what didn't. Um, And then they'll do in-depth, like multi-episode reporting on one topic. Okay. Um, And they come up with those ideas for the most part. Okay. And they are the person you hear is the driving force behind. Okay that content um but all the time someone will come up and go hey we should do a podcast about blank and there are first of all there's so many podcasts but there are also so many ideas for podcasts like hey that'll make a great podcast okay well let's stop and think about that for a second like who's gonna who's gonna make that happen who's gonna make sure the story's good like it takes a lot of time to make a a podcast And it takes a lot of, you know this, it takes dedication to keep it going, to build an audience. So we have to kind of step back and think, what's the marketing plan? Do we have time to execute all this well, not just make the podcast?
0: You got to look at the bigger picture of everything. (laughs) Like, is it a podcast that you want to keep going for a long period of time? Or Mm -hmm. is this like a short series, which you see a lot of people doing now? as kind of just like a one-off opportunity to kind of get their, almost their fill of things uh, in the podcast world and check it off.
1: Yeah. And I love a short series podcast as a listener. Like I want to binge that over two days and be done and move on. Yeah. But then you kind of look around like, what's next? What do I do next?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So imagine,
1: you know, the people who took months to create that show. Yeah. What are you left with when someone listens and then they're gone?
0: Absolutely, it's it's a very you kind of wish for the longer the longer set series Mm -hmm. when you do get hooked on things like that.
1: Well, where did you? I'm going to ask you a question now. (laughs) Where did you get the idea for this podcast?
0: I this actually started as a YouTube series, um, and I graduated from NC State. And I was always the kid. Grew up in a household. You go to college, you get your piece of paper. I graduated and never, and hated learning from a textbook. And so I, uh, I was still hungry after I graduated to keep learning, and um, started with friends who were, you know, out doing cool stuff and. Uh, progressively build up my confidence to send emails and pitches out to, um, to people like yourself and others in the community and then broader, um, to just keep learning from people. And, uh, it's, it's been really, really cool to hear everybody's story. Everybody has a completely different story. And that's, that's the beautiful part about it. But, uh, yeah, this started as a YouTube series.
1: Hmm. And do you feel like you're an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, I'm an introvert. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, me too. Well, that's interesting. But see, I think it would be easier to like m- meet someone and maybe not talk to them very much. Yeah. And then send them an email and go, hey, would you have this conversation with me? Uh, I think even in- introverts can function like this.
0: Yeah. It's, it is crazy. And everybody, everybody does think that I'm extrovert. And I'm like, I, would be perfectly fine sitting in my house <laughs> by myself <laughs> with my dogs. Yes. Nobody just everybody leave me alone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I could I could do everything I'm doing now with a cat on my lap at home. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> and I work from home as well like I have a remote job and like sometimes I feel the effects like I would love to be in an office with my team cuz things would be just easier. Yeah. Um uh, but other times I'm like, no, nope, I'm gonna sit right here in my very comfortable chair <laughs> and yes. answer these emails and Slack messages.
1: I thought you, I thought for sure you would say, oh, I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people.
0: No, hmm. I like, I've I've always been an introvert. I get like these are my really energetic moments where I'm like, I get to talk to people, and then I'm like dead for the
1: next few days. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You'll, you'll power down right after this.
0: Yes, <laughs> I absolutely will. absolutely will. For your nine to five or whatever your daily workday looks like, what, what does that schedule look like for Anita?
1: Um, well, I spend a lot of time during the day since we do have 20 podcasts. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot of time looking at numbers and seeing how things are doing. Like what is suddenly bubbling up or what got published but didn't get the social post around it that it needed that um, we can give it an extra push. What is something that we did a podcast episode on that's pretty evergreen, but now there's a new story related to this. How can we tie those two together? So there's a a numbers component to it also. Yeah. And then there's a good bit of podcast listening, depending on what's in production at any one time, I'll listen to a rough cut of something or listen to a mix just to make sure everything sounds okay, or this is clear, or that's clear. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that. And there's also a component of working with the sales team here to, you know, inform them about what podcasts we have and what's available yeah, yeah. And, and how right. to how to find sponsors for that or how to you know, just helping them out with sales questions.
0: It's always interesting to me, um, you know, sometimes I'll go long droughts where I have a really hard time getting, you know, just it's slower to get people on the podcast and things like that. How far out are you guys recording podcasts typically? Like if you're recording a podcast episode today, how
1: soon is it going out? Um. Well, it depends on the show. Okay. Um, but pretty quick, unless it's, um, well, the fast shows like our daily news podcast, WRL daily download, it will get recorded today, and then published at like 4am tomorrow. So it gets recorded today, and then mixed today, and anything else that has to happen to it, published tomorrow. And once in a while, if, um, if it's a story that's not necessarily breaking news because that's really hard to stop and do a podcast about and the information could be outdated quickly but if it's a very timely story like a a legislative vote that has an impact on everybody they might do an episode today and release it tonight okay okay um now our true crime stuff is a whole different story of course that's a whole different that's like producing a six part or eight part documentary series. You yes. know, they're working on that months ahead of time. They might record an interview today that doesn't get used for six months. I mean, we have a plan and WRL daily download is a Monday through Friday show, yep. one episode a day. But then again, we might get ahead based on, yep. you know, we're, we're banking some evergreens or we're looking ahead for this content that we can put out over this holiday or whatever. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
1: we're trying to work ahead when we can.
0: With your sitting and looking at metrics and things like that, have you found patterns and trends? I'm like, okay, this day is great for putting episodes out. I know with the WRL daily download it's that's a little hard to look at, but are there like trends that you're seeing of what makes like the little things that make a podcast successful?
1: I don't think, I don't think the day matters. Okay. I, as as far as I see, and we're basically only releasing Monday through Friday, everything is pretty much Monday through yep. Friday, unless there's a Hurricanes game on the weekend, and then there'll be an episode on the weekend. Yep. Um, I, I don't see that that changes it, but since most of our podcasts are local news and local sports, it's really determined, what helps determine it is what's the story in local news or local yep. sports that can go with it. That, yep. Yep. If the content is a line, okay. then it definitely peaks.
0: It's it's so interesting to me. And like, I hear the debate all the time. Uh, people will say, oh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the three best days. And I'm like, well, what makes those days the best days? Because what is what makes them different than anything else? And it's just so funny to hear people have that argument.
1: Well, I, I don't know for sure. But I've heard that too. And I try to stick to that when I'm scheduling things ahead of time. I think they're because they're the best work days for me. (laughs) You know, Monday, like it's too soon. It's too soon. Don't, I don't want to, if anything goes wrong, I don't want to walk into a (laughs) a storm on Monday morning and again on Friday, you know, like let's not, let's not tempt fate by Friday afternoon releasing a show. We'll do it midweek and then we can work it out if anything goes wrong.
0: And you just build the collection up and then we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see what we need to get through the rest of the week kind of situation. We've talked a little bit about the you know, the history in the last 26 years you've been working in broadcasting. I want to just get a little forecasting mind from you with what you're in today with like podcasting. Everybody has a podcast today, but next five, 10 years, what is, what does that even look like from your perspective?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I wish I knew. Yeah. I think, um, I think authenticity is a big thing that will, take us into the future and I think it's it'll probably be just a reaction to so much AI yep. that we'll seek out I think we'll see especially in advertising and from brands um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's content on web that we start to see this was written by a human like we'll see that yeah yeah In as opposed to you know AI generated yep yeah. Um, and I would imagine that'll, that'll, it'll always be like an organic label on food. Like we'll see that, that authentic human touch emphasize when it's there. And I think that probably can lend itself to podcasts really well. Yeah. People just being real about whatever their topic is.
0: It almost makes me wonder, you know, podcasts have been a massive thing ever since the pandemic started, it was YouTube, it's still around today. Um, But you hear everybody has a podcast now instead of everybody has a YouTube channel, it it just makes me think like what could possibly be the next sort of multimedia that comes in that is going to grab people's attention so heavily to replace podcasts or YouTube even more. it's always makes me very interested to see what the next couple of years is going to look like um yeah. spaces
1: i mean i think one thing that keeps coming up is what is a podcast yeah you know when people publish video on youtube and say here's my podcast well is that is that what we're calling a podcast yeah. is this a podcast yeah um and is it any kind of audio content Yep. I mean, I think there's something you can do with a podcast, even not like this, not with video like right. this. If you and I had a mic between us and right. we're in a room, I feel like the sound you're going to get is going to be different. Um, the way people are going to talk is going to be different when they're not seeing their own stupid face on the screen all the time, you know. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to lose that. Yeah, but That's what I like about podcasts. I love to listen to a podcast and you can hear that people are opening up and being super real and telling painful stories or, you know, telling deep dark secrets that they wouldn't be telling if there was a camera in front of them. No, I mean, there there are some things that I think it's, it's not the same.
0: I completely agree with you. I think it's, um, one of the beautiful parts about podcasting is just the storytelling. Like you said, people become just a little bit more open and, um, the questions that just come out of conversations and it's just nice to like the flow that goes into um having those conversations is really it's like it's almost cathartic and very energizing at the same time Mm -hmm. uh it's just a lot of emotions that happen with it I think
1: yeah and plus if you can be together recording a podcast And you put those headphones on and you hear yourself and you hear how you sound, you hear how the, it just makes every question a little more serious, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it makes it feel important. Like you're really listening to me.
0: Three tips that you would give or three pieces of advice you would give for people who are wanting to come into this world of broadcasting podcasting producing whatever it may be
1: that's a that's a really good question I did not anticipate that I think number one never stop never stop learning always be willing to grow your skills because you know in a world or a field where technology is a big driver like you always have something new to learn Yes. Cannot get to the point that you go, nope, I'm not accepting any new information. I will not learn this new system, period. I mean, you, the I've seen people do that at work. Well, yeah. You know, I think we've all probably encountered somebody like that at work and it's it's like, well, I can't go to that person for this because they right. don't know how to use the right one. Um. So always be prepared to learn more. Love it. Um. I think also, though, the flip side of that is figure out what you don't like, figure out what you don't want to be doing. Because I think people say, well, where do you see yourself? What do you want to do? What's your passion? Like, you can figure that out, yeah. you know, for trial and error. Yes. But I think it's very important to know, okay, I dabbled in that. And that's what I don't want. You know, I, I tried video editing, and I didn't like it. Yeah. And not just like a knee jerk reaction, but give it a good try. And then, you know, determine what's not for you. And um, I think for me personally, if I'm not having fun every day at work, if I'm not laughing with the people that I work with, I can't be here. Yeah. It's not going to work for me personally. So keep a sense of humor and, you know, delight in what you delight in. At work or at home, like just be who you are, and you know you'll find your place and your people that you can be yourself with at work.
0: I love that. I love that. If you were to start a podcast today that you are passionate about, what what is it about, and what would you call Mm. it?
1: Oh, it would be. Oh, well, I have a really good idea, but I don't. I almost don't want to tell you because I don't want somebody to steal this idea. (laughs) <laughs> it, i don't know it would probably be some very niche deep thing okay. that i would it would probably be like something like royal jewels and when they've been worn like this brooch that was oh. given to queen victoria and yeah. has been worn three times in the you know hundred years since or whatever yeah or, you know like just random but deep
0: okay okay I
1: but like- I w- okay i'll tell you the other idea from a my- our podcast my husband and I had this idea and it's called (laughs) the title is I couldn't help but notice oh and boy I'm gonna have to trademark this maybe maybe people will dump out they got bored of me before this they're not gonna hear this but it's where you really ask people things that obviously other people notice yeah yeah and, but you find people who are willing to talk about them. Like, I couldn't help but notice you have an eye patch. Yeah. What's wrong there? Yeah. Were you born without an eye?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you doing it to protect yourself or us from yeah. seeing what's left there? You know, but I think you have to, <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? You could transform the conversation series into this. Yes. You know? I like it. it but you have to find people who also have a sense of humor who are willing to go well thank you for asking
0: yeah you know yeah i like that my sister and i um the i don't know why it's been like the last few months it's like acting on your unconscious thoughts it is those things of asking people yeah why <laughs> just
1: yeah why that like, like i'd like to talk to someone that has Tattoos, like all the way up here, or face tattoos. And say, look, have you ever regretted this? Like, what did your mom say? Yeah. What did your grandma say? Yeah. Did when you went to the tattoo parlor, was the person who did this to you like totally tattooed, or did anyone there go, "All right, think about this one more time. Let's just let's just give it a minute. Be sure you want to come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Find this, but come back tomorrow and we'll do it." Yeah. Just think on it one more night.
0: Just, are you a hundred percent positive are on that? Are you a
1: hundred percent positive this is what you want? <laughs> this will not come off.
0: <laughs> well, It will It will come off, but it will be very pricey and very I mean, painful. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that idea. I think that's fantastic. I do think you should trademark that though very quickly. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's almost like what kids would do, you know, like yeah, kids wow. do not have a filter about asking questions like look mom that dog has three legs sure like we all just noticed that yeah but everybody wouldn't say it yeah but finding the right people although I think that's a podcast if it got popular it would be self-perpetuating because you would start to get a following and people would go call in and go hey guess what's wrong guess what's not wrong but guess what I've got
0: yes like call-in show mm-hmm See, see, I'm helping. I'll help any way that you can I'll just keep throwing stuff at you.
1: (laughs) I mean, you could, you could just start with your friends. You just branch out and, you know, everybody's got something unusual about them.
0: That's very true. Everybody's got their something. Everybody's got something. (laughs) My last question for you is just what inspires you?
1: Wow. Uh, I think, okay. Um, I get really inspired when I have a plan Mm. and something to look forward to, Mm. like a trip or, um, you know, just something like something that I can research and get into and learn a whole lot about, and then kind of distill it all into a plan. I'm really good at book reports and things like that. So, um, assignments like that at work it's perfect for me like some people wouldn't like that I know but I do
0: you like digging in?
1: I like digging in yeah like I'll read a book about a thing and go well that was interesting let me find a podcast about that well that was interesting let me go find another book about that and it's just a
0: the rabbit hole it's like a rabbit hole
1: but again like back to college I didn't like those journalism classes I just want to know what I want to know about, you know, I just, don't, don't give me an assignment. I want to go fig, figure out my yeah my research topic on my own.
0: I like that. I like that. I love the, I, I get really nerdy when I have a guest on, cause I'm like, I'm going to go and do whatever research I can to figure out all these different things about my guest So I can just completely geek out and I'll, I'll literally, I'll sit down and do it for hours um, until I've hit the rabbit hole that cannot go any farther. And I've, I've seen things several times. Um, but it's, I, I get really nerdy with research. Um, I love
1: it. Do you ever like spring a question on somebody and, and they say, Oh my God, how do you know that? How did, how did you even find that?
0: I've, I've had it a few times, but I think also, um, I I ask everybody at the end the what inspires you question, and I, I, I guess I'm asking people really hard and heavy questions before that, so when it comes to that, people are like, oh, you've stumped me, and I'm like, this is the easiest question that I asked you.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you want to have a smart answer. You don't yeah. want to seem like, well, I just love to pet, pet my cat and... and then brush her teeth with the little finger <laughs> toothbrush thing. I mean, I don't want to say that.
0: <laughs> it is, but it's, I've, uh, it's just really interesting. I'll do the, if they've been on a podcast before, I'll go listen to podcasts that the, the, that they've been on. So I'm not maybe asking the same question, but how can I go down that avenue and mm-hmm. take a different turn? Um. So it is, it's very, I just love doing research. Yeah.
1: my introvert self loves doing research oh yeah you're right it does feed into that for sure like even if you can't you learn something new and you look around and no one's there you're like well lucky me now I know this (laughs) this thing now that I didn't know before it'll come up like all this research you'll have a there'll be a moment that you go oh you know what I happen to know yeah, meaning of this Polish word that means blah 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 or whatever, you know. <laughs> it's always good. It's just the you learn
0: something new every day and then the Yeah. sometimes random facts come in use.
1: Yeah. You never know when they'll come to use, you, but then, well, you never know. In and, yeah. and and not in trivial ways, not like, you know, no. trivia at a bar, but it's yeah. When you need it the most, it will come out. But you have to find the people who will appreciate these random nuggets. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Where'd she get that from? <laughs> that was That was random, totally.
0: <laughs> well Anita, I can't thank you enough for coming on and talking with me today.
1: Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate you asking me to do this.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, if you guys do not follow Anita on LinkedIn, please go give her a follow. please go give her a follow on her socials and uh, I will see you guys back here next time. All right. Thanks.